the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Renee will be back here in just a minute. And if you have a question or a car problem, if you have, uh, you want to run something biased with respect to this is what I was told I needed, and, and my answer is going to be to you, what are the symptoms? And we need A to equal A. So we need to have the time. I'll give you a couple of examples of that, um, which makes it a little easier to to kind of understand why this is kind of important. You go into the shop and you say, when I'm braking, especially when I'm getting off the freeway, my brake pedal is shaking. And I already know that that's going to be that you've got a warped rotor or a warped drum. Otherwise, instead of, you know how when we used to put, I know many of us know this, the young kids don't. You put a record on your record player and it spins really flat and really true. So you put a record and it's been in the sun and it's real warpy. Okay, well that's what's going on with your rotors. We're talking about sometimes that the thickness of a hair times three. So if you stack three hairs on top of one another, that's the wobble on your rotors. So you just go in and figure out if it's front or back and you go in there and turn the rotors and that's it. So that's how this matches that. And then they say, call you back, and they say, hey, we want to machine two of your uh, two front rotors, and and we know it's coming from the front, and uh, the diagnosis fee, and then the work's going to be $110. And I'm just throwing numbers on here because I I don't know exactly what we even charge. So then you say to them, okay, so the 110 is going to fix this problem, my brake pedal shaking. Yes, ma'am, it is. Or yes, sir, it is that's what it's all about it's after it's this is this is my symptom and this is what you say it is and then are you sure you're going to fix it because i don't want to pay for guesses i have people say that to me i don't want to pay for guesses now i think they're teasing me but i understand that yeah and it's 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 flat out i i know we're going to do that right um it then there's lots of shops around that, that do that kind of work. The problem with some shops, and again, dealers, independent chains, is the person sitting at the front counter doesn't know horse manure from Shinola. <laughs> I had to do that right. <laughs> horse poop to Shinola. Oh, yeah. um, and, and a lot of times when you pick up your car, they're the ones that are talking to you, and all they're doing is regurgitating what they've been told. Mm-hmm. So the technician wrote on the ticket that all the brakes are bad, all the belts are bad, and all the hoses are bad. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the service writer is going to say that to you. So if you ask them why and what does my manual say as far as replacement of the hoses and the belts and the brakes, and, and, and then they're not going to know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. So then you can say, 
Um, you know what? Here's my email address. I need to know why, and I know my husband's going to ask that. Or you can say, if you're a man, uh, my brother's a Subaru technician in Pittsburgh, and I'll run it by him. Those are scary words to hear. <laughs> those, those are you're throwing a little bit of poop on the wall, and it just slid down because you're just you're in a. Now, whether it's true or not, it doesn't make any difference. It's just throw it out there. So it's it's just really in a. In most shops, uh, not the dealership realm for sure, but in most shops, you're probably going to talk, be talking to some front counter people that work both sides of the wall. Mm-hmm. They're in the back and they're in the front. And most of the time that's the case. But I think if you ask some questions, you'll know right off the bat. Who's on today? Or who's Bob. next? Bob, good morning. Hey, guys. Uh, I have a, a Nissan Murano six-cylinder secondary car, and I'm going for a uh, CBT flush, but I'm also close to a hundred thousand miles and debating on spark plugs. Is that something better to take to the dealership? Because I guess there's no, uh, plug wires, but there's supposedly all kinds of gaskets and boots and all kinds of junk they have to replace okay. on those. But it's like a $700 thing for a tune up that's running fine. Okay. Have we ever charged? What you're talking about is coil over ignition. We used to have one coil. There's a distributor cap, and we had four, six, or eight wires going to the spark plug. Today, on newer model cars, we have the spark plug in this deep hole, and then we have this little piece of rubber. <laughs> rubber looks like uh, heater. No, it looks like fuel hose. Okay. And then on top of it is a coil, and it plugs into the top end of this little rubber hose, and the bottom goes to the top of the spark plug. Then there's two screws that hold it down. So that's called coil over ignition. So you take the two screws out, okay. and then you pull the... Th- did, I, did you hear that? No, I don't think so. There, there you go. go. That I was heard okay. yeah. All right, You pull the thing off gently. you got to twist and pull gently. And then you pull the spark plugs out, you gap them, you put them back in. And then what you do is, is before you put that little piece of windshield wiper hose, you put a little bit of dab of, of dielectric grease on the spark plug and on the bottom of the coil. Put that thing in there, you're done. $700. Yeah, that's a lot. i got to tell you something. I'm, I'm a little concerned about that. I think you should call around. What part of town do you live in? Uh, Cave Creek area. Yeah. Um, call Blackwell. Yeah. Call Blackwell. Okay. Just talk to Christy and say, hey, I've got a da 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 Murano. Um, how much do you charge me to, to, yeah, to uh, replace the spark thing. plugs? Yeah. Now, I at 100000 I Hold on a minute. Three are real hard to get at. they got to remove part of the engine or whatever. Okay, probably the upper it. intake. Yeah. Yeah. So, there, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a little bit more. Um, but, but you know that... <laughs> You you just don't understand, Bob. There's a lot of work. We've got to remove part of the engine. And maybe we charge that much, too. I don't know. That's Come on. A, that's a, I mean. Yeah, for, there's not a lot of room. Yeah. I, 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 under, I understand that. But anyway, um, yes, I think you do need spark plugs. They're not proprietary. They're not going to have the name Nissan on them. They're going to be gotcha. NGK or they're going to be something else. Um, there's a lot of varieties. We could look it up in the in the in our part. Our part we have a wonderful parts department, but they could look it up and they could say, "I got five different plugs: mm-hmm. Denso and NGK." And can you think of any other of those import ones? There's mm-hmm. going to be a champion in the motorcraft yeah, for the same yeah. thing. So it doesn't gotcha. really make a, any difference. Okay, I got a question. You were both saying these brakes last in hundred thousand. My front brakes have lasted that long. The rears haven't. Uh, mm-hmm. But they say it. By the time you hit 100,000, you probably need new rotors because they'll be warped. 
Is that a yes? We're no. both sitting here no. shaking our heads. <laughs> yeah. My God. Okay. Especially you if what. you've never had brakes done. We haven't turned them. So it, <laughs> yeah. be, if, if they were warped, that idea is so stupid. That is Thank so you. stupid. Oh, let's replace your tires because they're um, it's yeah, 100,000 miles. Let's replace your brakes. Let's replace your gas tank. Let's replace your exhaust system because you've got 100,000 miles on it. Yeah. It's time. You'd have some symptoms. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? How much did this estimate was it for... The you know the new well, rotors. Brake job is like two fifty, but with rotors was five hundred. I'm I'm gonna but go. But okay I don't with need that. them yet. They just said save for it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go. F- I'm gonna say that that's in the in the ballpark that I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with. Well, what about the tuner? Seven hundred. Right. See, I <laughs> called different Nissans. Like, I'll just say one in the middle of town on Camelback said 400, and I'm like, if one guy is 700, one guy's 400, the guy that's 400 is missing something. Okay, and they're all and, Nissan dealerships. Okay, and, and that's okay. I'm um, just like some people like, you know, all independent shops. They like chain stores, whatever. Um, I suggest to you that you should call one of all three. Now, there's a transmission shop that all of a sudden just became an auto repair shop because transmissions are lasting three times longer than they used to be. So now they're reading codes and doing all kinds of work. I'd probably leave that to side. The fact of the matter is, is when you focus on that, you just ran into something. If you would have said that a few minutes ago, and I would have said, because he was halfway through saying, well, I called a Nissan dealership, and they said 700 Then I called another one, and I would have bet money that they were within $50 of that Yeah, I, I was surprised but that two really surprised. dealerships are that different. So anyway, right. you and, and let me let me tell you something. I, I send cars to the dealer every once in a while because mm-hmm. um, they've got proprietary software that I don't, or I need a second look at it. Mm-hmm. I need a fresh pair of eyes on it. I've had dealership technicians. You remember the guy that came from Chrysler? All he could do was air conditioning. Mm-hmm. That, he did nothing but air conditioning. That guy couldn't fix a flat tire. Mm-hmm. That guy couldn't replace an oxygen sensor. He lasted four months, and we didn't know when we hired him. We thought he was well-versed because mm-hmm. we got good Chevy guys and Honda guys and blah, 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 and he, and he was going to be our Chrysler guy. He never made it. I don't even he never think it was it. four months, but yeah. It, it may not have been yeah. because we just figured out real quick that he had no other skills. We've hired other ones from dealerships and independent shops, mm-hmm. but we've got some good guys. We just picked up Tommy, mm-hmm. who came from a chain store. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, is he good. Yeah. I mean to tell you, he is a stunning guy. Scott. Scott mm-hmm. Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, these Adam's been with us how many years? He just went on his 20-year uh, trip. 15. 15-year trip? Yeah, but... Yeah, he was he wasn't full time when he started, so okay. he worked at the car wash first, okay. and then yeah, so he's probably been there twenty years. Okay, and I went to high school with his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so he comes in and he says, "I'm Adam Strick- Strickler." Yeah. Okay, and I went. His dad was Sean. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. And he came in. This kid started at the car wash cleaning up bays and mucking the the things. And now he's a master tech, and he's in charge of the diesel side, and there's nothing he doesn't know about Chevy, Ford, Dodge, diesels. He is just the most. And then I got Eddie, who's a Ford dog, but he does everything. And mm-hmm. Scott and Tommy and John and all those guys. So the idea is that I get people, and we, we I mean, some of our guys have been with us 20 and 30 years. 30 so, years most, yeah. And and so as a result of that, it's we don't have a lot of turnover. 
Yeah. Um, but by the same token, I'm not going to shut a dealership guy out mm-hmm. because there's a couple of de- dealership guys that I would love to hire. Well, and a lot of times we'll send it to the dealership thinking that they've probably, if it's a really weird problem and they've probably seen it before because it's their type of vehicle. Um, it's true. That's know. true. Um, normally what happens is is we'll look at it, and, and clearly we have never seen this before. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell the customer to take it to the dealer, and then we might say to them, and, and I copied this from other shops, I'll give you a free oil change if you'll bring me back their ticket. Right. I want to learn from the ticket. I want to see what fixes it. So mm-hmm. you, you pay them, then you drive it, and if everything's okay for three or four weeks, come on by, give us a copy of the ticket, we'll give you free oil change next mm-hmm. time. So that's kind of how it works. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Bob, I think you need to go someplace else. It's a good idea if you – Cave Creek is where he said it. Yeah, he's, you told him Blackwell yeah. to go I check think you with should, him. Yeah, talk to, talk to Christy or talk to Tom and, uh, and just say, can I drop by and can you look at it or can I fax you the sheet and you tell me what you are. But as far as the flushing is concerned <laughs> – you can do it if you want. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm going to hit this break right on the money so Gil doesn't have to say anything really bad and surprise, whisper surprise. nasty words in my ear. <laughs> Here's what you're saying about the Seth Liebson Show. I really appreciate the show. You just keep doing it. Hi, Seth. I knew after today's events I'd have to turn on your radio show to let everything get in perspective. Seth, I listen to you a lot. I really appreciate your objective approach to things. It's so much more refreshing than what we sometimes hear. I listen to your show as often as I can. You're fantastic. You know, this is smart radio, and there's very little of that. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Democrats hold their last debate before the Iowa caucus. Things got a little tense. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Join us for a program. Sign up for a podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma the second most common cancer in young adults, and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. 
Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I am proud to be a member. I am proud to protect our Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. Okay, 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Mark and Renee Salem here at your service. Let me ask you a question. Okay. And, and we don't do the show before the show. Right. So on the, on, on the breaks, folks, we're talking about what we're going to do later on and, and whether we're going to go in the barn and work or what, okay. right? Yes. We, I don't ask you this in advance. No. But this is how my head works. There's... There's I'm a difference. <laughs> I know you should be. There's a difference, um, but the biggest difference between the dealers and the independent shops um, is what? All right, let me let me kind of set it up a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I should have never said the first part. Mm-hmm. How many times does the technician come to the front counter and talk to the customer? What percentage of times? Less than five. Okay, but if they ask to talk to the tech, absolutely. Okay. And if they want to go into the shop and talk to the tech, mm-hmm. as long as they don't talk to them for an hour. Right. Um, so the the customer has access to the technician in most everybody's shop. Folks, and I say everybody's shop, go to MarkSalem.com, click Best Shops. Right. MarkSalem.com, Best Shops, and you'll be able to see. And um, we know those people. Yeah. Are... And, and that's the real big difference because at the dealership level, you're not going to get a technician to come up to the front. You're going to get the service rider first, and then you're going to get the service manager, and he's going to have to go back to talk to the technician, blah, blah, blah. But in the independent market, I would say 75 to 85% of the time, that tech's coming up front. Now, Mm -hmm. there is a couple of times not. We've hired techs in the past that had body odor, that didn't comb their hair. Come on, go with me on this. It's something... Rarely, but yes. Uh, yes. It's something that just doesn't present as well. And then we'll have one of the senior techs mm-hmm. get involved. Mm-hmm. Somebody, and I'm making fun of it. I'm going to the exaggerated part, okay? okay? He doesn't brush his teeth. He doesn't comb his hair. His fingernails look like him. I'm just taking it to the to Extreme, a picture. yeah, because well, I don't remember any guys like that. But well, anyway. I mar- when I married right, you, you were that commercial. way. Oh, stop. <laughs> And, and another rep- independent repair shop that does diesel stuff as well as car stuff is strictly diesel. I-17 at Pinnacle Peak Road. I've known Nate for five to ten years, and I don't know the answer to that. Nate's a really good guy. He knows what he's doing. If you got a Dodge, you got a Ford or a General Motors, the Duramax, the, he can fix any of those. He just does um, 
domestic and foreign light diesel truck so he doesn't do the big truck. So if you got a diesel and you live up near an I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, Nate would be your go-to shop, I would think. George, good morning. How can I help you? Yes, good morning. Uh, after some uh, three, four, five years ago hearing you speak about motor oils when you were racing some kind of a vehicle, uh-huh. uh, I consider you to be pretty much uh, an authority on motor oils. Uh, I have a 45-year-old uh, Craftsman air compressor rig that the, the air pump is worn out. It's got a rod knock. Okay. Well, I picked up a, a duplicate uh, air pump, okay. and but I don't know when the last time was it ever had the oil changed. And in my old operator's manual uh, from Craftsman, it says to use 20-weight oil. Well, that okay. went the way of a dodo. Okay. Uh, and so now I'm looking at uh, if if it's at all if it's made, I'm looking at maybe using five dash twenty oil. I took the words out of my mouth. Took the words okay. out of my mouth. Um, let me explain to everybody else. First of all, they make a compressor oil if you want to use it. A twenty oh. weight oil is a real thin oil, mm-hmm. but a twenty a right. five twenty is a synthetic. Okay. All right. Now I want you to put your hands three inches apart folks and that's the protection uh, otherwise when does the toil the oil turn to a tar when it's burnt it's called oxidizing and when does the toil freeze like ice cream the oil mm-hmm. freeze like ice cream so that's called the pour point oxidation and pull point so three inches apart is conventional move your hands out twice as much that's a blended oil and then mm-hmm. move your hands out four feet and that's synthetic that's the coverage now Admittedly, your air compressor isn't going to see 60 below zero. Admittedly, your compressor isn't going to see an oil temperature of north of 500 degrees. But a synthetic will provide that. Plus, it has long-term coverage. Now, the 20-weight oil is going to flow like a 20-weight. It'll have the properties of a 20-weight. The 5 is going to have a properties of a 5-weight. But the real benefit on 520 is, is that it's going to use less amps. And I also want to tell you, in in the barn I have an air compressor, and once a year I change the oil, and I'm using a synthetic of 020. So the only difference between your compressor and my car is that you, you don't have a filter, and neither do I. Mm-hmm. So I always run it, run it as hot as I can to drain the oil. So, But you don't have a filter on your air compressor, and but once a year is something I can live with. So, but you 20. told him 520, not 020. Uh, and you're right. Okay. I did. Five, a, zero, a zero 020 is a synthetic. Okay. A 520, I think, is still a synthetic. But it, the designation kind of tells me what it is. Let me tell you something else, just so I can pat myself on the back. I've been trained as a Vaveline. I've, I've been trained in Ashland, in, uh, it, where Vaveline's home office is Kentucky. in their laboratory. Mm-hmm. I've been trained there, and I've been trained by Chevron. So um, I have testified about an oil expert, and I understand the differences of oils. And um, I, I, there's so many, there's so many fallacies out there. But I'm just not going to hop on my white horse and go slay all those dragons. But thank you for bringing that up. So I would use a, a, a either a zero twenty or a five twenty, and that'll be fine. Is there such a thing as a five twenty? Is that just my imagination? No, I'm pretty sure we pour a five twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So just you know, oh, go to Walmart or something and look for a name brand that uh, you recognize, and and uh, well, uh, uh, Napa has the biggest collection for me. So okay. Oh okay. no, that's fine. Okay. That's absolutely fine. And plus, yeah. if you have a relationship with him, ten four, that'd be fine. 
right. Okay, you. George. Thank you very All much, right. buddy. All righty. We've talked about Black Whale Auto more than a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom and I are friends. As of all the other best shops, we're friends. I have their cell phones. They have mine. Yeah. Black Whale's the only one that sends people to my order pizza, stuff mm-hmm. like that. He, yeah. he does that, but I do the same thing to him. Yeah. Um, Paul, uh, Polly, which is Tom's wife, mm-hmm. is the real bright light if I can say that to the group, yeah. <laughs> she's she's really very good. Mm-hmm. Tom's a good guy, and he really knows what he's doing. Okay, real quick. There's a lady who buys like, I don't know, $3,000 worth of air conditioning stuff for an old Chevy pickup. Okay. She sends it to a friend of hers. He kind of gets halfway through it, and he can't go no more. There isn't anybody in the world that wants to touch that. Sure. Nobody wants to touch that. I call around. And I can't get anybody to raise their hand. First of all, the kit is for a V8, okay. and she's got a six-cylinder. Then the kit involves all kinds of changing underneath the dash, putting switches, putting electrical wires, putting a blower motor resistor, and underneath the hood, you got all the hoses and all the hardware. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the only idiot was that raised his hand? Blackwell. Blackwell. Yeah. He says, I can make anything she wants. Mm-hmm. He says, whether she wants to pay the money, but the money that the other guy may have charged is insignificant at this point. If she wants somebody to come in and wave their magic wand, Blackwell yeah. raised his hand. Yeah. It's hard to do when it comes in in a box oh. you haven't seen, or you have to make all these adapt. And the other thing is the best car repair shops, it's not just your friend. They're not on there just because they're your friends. They're on there because they've passed some, the, you know. They've been referred by people. Yeah, regulations we, that we have or whatever. R- rules. Mm-hmm. And and we also did have done a lot. We've done all the reviews. We checked with the Better Business Bureau. They have the right insurance. They have ASC certified technicians. The owner's on site more than he's not on site. Mm-hmm. Typically, they've been in business. I think it's more than five years. And most of these guys have been in business 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's say between 10 and 30. Right. Okay. So it is something that we work really hard. And we haven't taken anybody new in. I don't remember the last new shop. It's been years and years. It could have been five years for all that matters. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. 
What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog. He was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark and Renee Salem at your service here. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We have four lines open. We've got one that's already taken, but I'm going to tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. The only transmission shop in Phoenix that I have on my list is Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's at 40th Street in Washington. They've been in business since 1968, so they've been around the block a couple of times. You're not going to walk in there and find some kid that hasn't shaved, uh, hasn't started shaving. Most of those guys have uh, been around for a very long time. So Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Um, let, let me take Jerry real quick, and then we're going to okay. talk about something that's important to me. Okay. Jerry, good morning. What can I do for you? Good morning, Mark and Renee. Uh, I got an 09 Durango. It's got 165,000 miles on it. The heads have been diagnosed as because uh, it's burning oil about three every three or four hundred miles. We're going through a court. My question to you is: Do I bother changing the oil, or do I just continue to add oil and change the filter? I well, I'll take those one at a time. You you can change the filter every 5,000 miles. Just keep putting fresh oil in it, changing it. What weight oil are you putting in it? Um, we're supposed to be in at 520. I've tried others, and it just seems to burn at the same rate anyway. So, I... Okay. 
I'm I'm not concerned about at this point. A five twenty flows like a five weight when it's cold, and flows like a twenty weight when it's hot. If I were you, I'd put forty weight in it. Forty um, weight. Yeah, where's the oil going? Are you leaking it, or is it coming out the tailpipe? Oh, it's blowing out the tailpipe. The uh, valve seals are bad on it. Okay. And with the condition of the vehicle, I don't think it's worth putting the forty-five hundred dollars or four grand into it to, to fix it. I just assume save that money. You know, okay. Put it into something new, and this one finally bites the dust. Okay. Now that forty-five hundred is like worst case scenario. There's lots of steps before that. That's like a new engine almost. That's a new intake, or that's new heads. Okay. That's from heads up. That's take the heads off, yeah. re, uh, reinstall all the valve guys. He, he, here's the deal. You have some umbrella seals that are supposed to keep oil from running down. We, we want a little bit of oil to run down the shaft because it's going to go in and out of the valve guide. The first thing I'd want to know is how many plugs are fouling? It seems to be running just fine. Uh, I don't okay. seem to have a, a funny way of, you know, idling or okay. miss when I hit it hard. And no smoking, no blue smoke. Oh, no, it's smoking. It's smoking. Okay. It's definitely See, smoking. That, that's what, I mean, if it's smoking, it's getting past the catalytic converter. It's overcome hey. the catalytic converter. I would expect that he'd have some spark plugs fouled after some period of hmm. time. Yeah. I mean, if we're, we're if we've turned this into an old-fashioned smoke machine, then mm-hmm. how come we don't have fouled plugs? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know... Um, what's going on here? I think the first thing that should happen is somebody pulls the spark plugs out and looks at them. Is this across the board, or is this one or two cylinders? I think that's important. Number two, a wet-dry compression test will tell us whether it's the rings or not. And we drop a camera down the spark plug hole and look at the top of the piston. Second of all, it's not going to cost but a couple hundred dollars, maybe two or three hundred, and I'm just guessing, to go in there and put valve seals on it. So we go in there, we air up the cylinder, we get the t- piston on top dead center so it, the air sil- the air pressure holds the valves in. We take a special tool, we pull the keepers out, we pull the spring off. The valve is still in position because if it drops down on the motor, we are in big trouble. So then we take off the O-ring or the umbrella seal. We put a new umbrella seal on there. We put the spring back on, put the um, keepers back in it, and move to the next one. So I'm not quite sure that everything matches. I'm not I'm not saying you're not yeah. telling me the truth. Yeah. I'm just I'm just concerned yeah. about the oil and um if it were transmission fluid we were sucking it'd be white smoke. Yeah. So I'm kinda of just thinking out loud. I think it's just worth another take a look at. Um what part of town do you live in? Oh I use Kurt. Okay, well, Kurtz doesn't he's know. He's a great guy, so. Oh, yeah. he doesn't know. He is not. <laughs> he's got Je- Kurt, Jeff, and Eric are probably the best team, other than Bob and Jeremy at uh, at Harker's Automotive. Yeah. I mean, those are big dog shops. So just go in there, and, and I mean, I I just say to them, let's make sure it's what it is, and. And I think the forty five hundred dollars maybe let's pop the heads off of it and either put rebuild yeah. ones on or and maybe do that they've one. already done all that and they've looked at that and that's what they've told them. So it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But here's what bugs me: we're not fouling spark plugs. Yeah, that kind of oil consumption, we should be fouling spark plugs. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm sure they will have an answer. And if you go back to them, I'm sure I'll get a call within 10 minutes after you leave. Yeah. And so I'm going to defer to them, though, and I'll yeah. tell you why. They've seen it. Exactly. It's been there. There you go. So I'm going to defer to them. And if, if, 
if I'm not on the right track, then you just tell Eric or or uh, Mark Kurt, know what he's talking Jeff. about. You yeah. can tell him that. Just for call me. call the tell him to call the show and correct <laughs> me. Anyway, that Jerry, you're at one of the best shops in town. Yeah, and um, so um, maybe talk to him again. But anyway, yeah. thank you, Jerry. Thank yeah. you very much. And we talked about the best car repair shops that you know we know these people and they've been in business a long time. We have lost a few over the years in the last five years just because people are retiring. So somebody else has taken over the management. There's a couple of them that are getting ready to come back on because they have been in business five years and we're going to check them out and make sure their ratings are still as good as they were. And, you know, well, Buyer Motor Works down in Chandler that does mm-hmm. BMW. And mm-hmm. matter of fact, we leaned on them the other day because yeah. of that stupid alternator that was eating our lunch. Right. Yeah. So um, it, at the end of the day, when you mm-hmm. look at it, mm-hmm. um, Buyer Motor Works was purchased by someone else. Yeah. They're real close to their five years. Mm-hmm. They've had a, a wonderful IMM. Right. IMM is an import guy that does Volvo's cars nobody else does right right? they are the best Mm -hmm. david retired Mm -hmm. and so his number one guy took over right then you got a schumann's auto Mm -hmm. that turned into a body shop mechanical shop and it's probably not gonna go right um probably because there's no interest sure but we've also put some guys on that are somewhat new Mm -hmm. um and they've they've been on three or four years ago Mm -hmm. but um we've kicked two guys off that's it that's it. We've kicked and two guys since off. Since 1988. So since that's 1988. been a long time. Yep. All righty. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. If you have a question or you want me to referee an, ar- uh, referee an uh, argument between you and your wife, give me a call. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, Heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, Dr. Carl Goldberg returns with host David Rothschild to discuss the killing of Soleimani, the Iranian Constitution, and the sacred doctrines of Islam. In these troubled times, the show is not to be missed. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. 
It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. (gasps) I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me here is my wife, Renee. We've been in business since 1979 together. Yep. And um, and we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. We've learned a lot. Um, Andy just called me, our okay. daughter. And okay. she says, you're sure talking about us a lot because yeah. you say I never do. Or right. I say, um, let me defend myself real quick before I, I, I talk to Bob. I think you'll agree, and if not, just raise your hand, that I am really good at talking to different shop owners and adopting things that they've done that I think are great. Mm-hmm. I think we are a conglomeration of 30 or 40 or 50 shops that we admire mm-hmm. and that have I've asked them questions and they go, well, we do this. And I go, that's better than what we do. Mm-hmm. So, And I've never said the name of the shop today. Okay. So we're, we're, it, this isn't about our shop. Mm-hmm. This is about auto repair industry, the independent auto repair industry in the Phoenix Valley area. Mm -hmm. This is about the good guys. Um, I've been doing this since 1988. We have been doing radio since 1988. It has never been about our shop. Mm -hmm. And I can go years without saying the name name of our shop unless somebody calls and just asks me flat out. I've never heard you go years, but that's okay. (laughs) How often do you think it is? I don't know. Well, go ahead. Now that you called my bluff, go ahead and say, what do you think, once a year, twice a year, five times a year? Uh, maybe 10 times a year. Oh, that's, that isn't true. <laughs> I, I can ask Gil. Okay. Oh, Gil, turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone on, Salem, Gil. Salem, you're going to be sorry. No, He'll I'm probably not. say 36 no, no, no. <laughs> three times a month. Gil, turn your microphone on. Come <laughs> on. All right. Gil, since you've been doing, um, what time, when did we start? Be honest, Gil. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. How how long, we've been here since 11, okay? Yes. Since 2011, 2011 on yeah. this station. Gil, you've been my ed- executive producer, my producer, my technical person for Not how many years? Whole, yeah. yeah. Oh, about uh, eight out of the 11, I would think. Okay, eight out of the 11. How many times a year have you heard me say the name of my shop? Gil, are you there? Maybe a half dozen times. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> bingo, bingo. And He's I being nice. And okay, it doesn't matter. Go to Bob. 
Yes, it does matter because you just <laughs> lost credibility with everybody on the radio show. They know. They've been listening. Gil has no reason to lie because he's in Phoenix right now. Okay. Okay. Bill, let's go to Bob. Bob, good morning. How can we help you? Uh, good morning. I've got an 06 Duramax, and when I pull a, a small toy hauler that's pretty much vertical in the front, uh-huh. uh, summertime I have trouble cooling, especially going uphill. Okay, tell me, tell me what what the gauge looks like. Does it? Let me ask you uh, this: it, you know, it, it, run, Is it I'm half? Sorry, about two ten, you know, normally, uh-huh. and uh, I think two sixty is the red line. And I try to keep it, you know, below two sixty. Run about two thirty, pull on the trailer or whatever, and okay. I will, you know, like manually shift it. It's an automatic, but I can hold it in gear, and I try to hold it about twenty five hundred. Uh, RPM to keep the thing up, and the fan clutch is working. It roars. Okay. All right. Then that that's good. I mean, you've given me a lot of stuff right now. I need to know how heavy the trailer is you're pulling. Uh, I think it's about uh, seven, 8,000 pounds. So it's just a two-axle trailer? Correct, yeah. Okay, it's fair enough. It's a small toy hauler. All right. Is it a boy? Or is it a boy? Is it a, <laughs> is it a, is it a, is it a hitch to the ball on the back of the bumper, or is it a gooseneck or uh, fifth wheel? Yeah, bumper. Bumper pull. Bumper pull. And I like the fact that you're downshifting it yourself. How many miles are on this thing? 275. Okay. Has a radiator ever been cleaned or replaced? No. Okay. Uh, this is what I'm thinking out loud. I'm not, normally, I'm not worried about 230, 240. Okay. I'm not even worried about 250. The 260 I get a little uncomfortable with. Um, he says something that's really important. The fan clutch is howling. Right. Okay? So that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that tells me the gauge is pretty close to being right, but it'll come on and off anyway. Mm-hmm. So, And then I like that he pulls it down into gear. Yeah. Okay? All right. I'm going to fix your car for you, and it's going to cost you 10 bucks. Cool. You ready? Yeah. Well, and, he, and he's also a camper. Okay? Here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to um, Harbor Freight and buy one of those temperature guns that's got the little red beam on it. Okay. Right, I've got one of those, and I shoot it, and I have a temperature drop of a, probably the area I can see is probably uh, 15 degrees. Top okay. To bottom. Okay. Top, like top hose to bottom hose? Uh, on, the, uh, on the core itself. Okay. I want you to do the two hoses. Okay. Okay, because we're going to pump it out of the motor into the top, and you probably have a horizontal radiator where the tubes run horizontal. So all the water gets dumped into the passenger side of the uh, of the radiator. Then it goes horizontally through the radiator, and it's supposed to drop its heat off as it does that. Then there's a, a suction uh, port on the bottom of the radiator that goes to the water pump. So we're taking water out of the top of the motor, we're running it through the radiator, and then it's being sucked down the lower by the water pump, and it comes and it, and it goes through the motor to pick up the heat. So it picks up the heat, drops the heat, picks up the heat, drops the heat. So I want you to gun the top and bottom hoses, and I also want you to gun the top, or the top hose um, when you have something on your gauge that's close. So if you're sitting at 240, I'd really like you to pull off to the side of the road and gun that upper hose. And if your wife's there and she hasn't been drinking, then just touch the fuel or the throttle and just bring the RPMs up to kind of keep it warm. 
But I like everything that you do, but the 275... So just the top hose, not the bottom hose? No, because the water's coming out of the engine on the top hose. So I want to get that. Now, this is pre-radiator is the top hose, post-radiator is the bottom hose. Okay. I'd like to have a little bit more split than 10 to 15 degrees. I'd, I'd, okay. I'd just like to know if there's more to it. Okay. Um, I could I could probably do my Dodge, but uh, it just doesn't. I mean, I can I can tow um, the Holiday end up to Payson, and I hardly get over two ten. No, I was hauling the horses one time, and it did overheat on me. So I it gets close to the red. Don't use yes. overheat because overheat means well, to us is it's it was in cool. the red. I thought that was overheating. <laughs> <laughs> it's spitting cooling all over the ground, and it's buried. The needle's in the red, buried. Okay. You you drove my my Duramax or my Dodge, the one you have now. The Dodge? Yeah. I never even knew that. Oh yeah, you did because I called you and I said, "How come it's overheating?" You're hauling horses. Yeah. How fast were you trying to go? I don't know. Not that fast. Oh, I, but you said I wasn't going fast enough. That's probably what the problem was. Well, let me ask you. You called me, and I said you're not going fast enough. So if you sped up or if you downshifted, did, it, did the gauge go down a little bit? I can't remember now. Well, that's the problem. See, <laughs> we can't argue about something where every time you sh- I ask you a tough question, you go, I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, anyway Bob, I, I think you should do that. And and So I, you think the radiator mark? might be plugged I, or. well he's got 275,000 miles on it yeah and, that's a lot and that's a lot mm-hmm. and and he could gun the radiator in different places he could do a complete circle you mm-hmm. know but it's hard to get through the grill yeah you know and then another thing is is the air conditioning condenser is in front of the radiator so you're really not getting a good reading and you can't do it from the windshield side of the radiator because there's all that cowling yeah so that's why I'm moving him to the top and the bottom hose, hose. okay so it's just hard to do what I want him to do now now, if he had an infrared light, mm-hmm. he could go through the, the grill, and it would give him a pattern of what's hot and what's not. Now, here's the deal. The water goes from the passenger side to the driver's side, right? Okay. I don't know. You know, I'm telling you it Okay. Does. <laughs> okay, if you looked at the radiator, and the half on the passenger side is real hot, and then there's a drop of 10 degrees on the driver's side, it shows that we've got a lot of hot water coming in, but we're not running a lot of... Of we're, we're not, not cooling knocking it, it down. That's enough. right. We're not cooling it down. That's what I wanted to say. So that's kind of what it is. The two seventy five bugs me. I like it. Like I said, I like it. He drops a shift on it. He's pulling the. He's pulling the. Uh, the uh, and he has the best transmission in any diesel. That Duramax. Okay. It's got the Allison. So he pulls it down and until he brings his R's probably close to eighteen hundred, two thousand, somewhere around there, and then he just goes up the hill. He can still. Depending on what gear he's in, he can still do 65. That Duramax is a monster, too. The Duramax is a 6.6 six liter. Go ahead. You have to cool it. You know, sometimes I'm down to 45 miles an hour. You okay. Know, because, uh, you know, everything's, you know, up to temperature. The transmission is, you know, following the radiator gauge. The transmission gauge follows the radiator gauge. Okay, and let me ask uh, you a question. You know, do you, you have both of those gauges in your truck? Yes. Okay, and what kind of a split do you get out of those? Uh, probably takes an hour and a half or so, and then they will balance, and they'll both run exactly the same. Okay. And then when then the engine will heat quicker than the transmission, but then the you know the transmission will follow it, and then the transmission uh, will if I top a hill and going down, then it starts the engine starts cooling quicker than the transmission. I've got a lot of transmission to cool. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking out loud. 
he gets the radiator, the engine temperature exceeds the, the transmission on the beginning. Then they meet. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the downside, the radiator cools off faster than the transmission does. Okay. And now I have on my Dodge, I have those gauges too. I was kind of surprised that you did because I, I don't see very many people that have both gauges. My engine always runs about 10 degrees hotter than my transmission does. The two of them will rise together when I'm hauling a bunch of fat horses up the mountain. And right. I'm not talking about my sisters either. Okay. <laughs> so um, if I'm, if, or if I, or if I'm hauling the big trailer with like the tractor on it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, and then the two of them will split at that point, but not to the range he is. Okay. I'll be five over than the tranny. And then I don't know where his tranny cooler is, but I, I'm pretty sure we're not running his transmission through the radiator as and there's a cooler inside the radiator cooler, yeah. i'm sure that there's an external transmission the only thing i can ask you is is have you ever gone to the car wash and 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 run uh, high pressure water um through the radiator and the cooler and everything in the front not close enough to where you're bending the fins but doing a vertical and then a horizontal thing um even to take the grill off and let's see if we can blow some trash out of it, and you're likely to have three. You're likely to have a transmission cooler, an, uh, an air conditioning condenser, and then the radiator. So I, yeah, I don't I've, really uh, have an. You know, I, I'm afraid to get too aggressive with that because of bending fence. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what I said. When you start bending fence, you got to pull that gun back. Now, what kind of pressure do our guns at the car wash? Oh, I don't know what the pressure is. But... I can tell you, I can bend fins on my truck at yeah. our place, oh, but I'm I sure. can also, I can also not bend fins. Get maybe back I'm, enough. maybe I'm. 12 inches apart plus the fan at that point is about 10 inches mm-hmm. so you know i i don't know i i i don't know i think if you were gonna make it uh if you wanted to make a drastic change i'd do the radiator i think that's what i do but i think if you gun the top and the bottom hose now here's something else gun your wife's top and bottom hose i know she's not hauling what you're hauling but just see what the difference is if she's got a 20 degree difference and the best you can pop is a 10 or 11 degree difference that might say something. It just depends. She's not yeah. hauling the load that he is. Yeah, but that and that's not much though. I don't know. Well, the real the real cure for this is just go buy a new Dodge. <laughs> that's the real cure. But it's probably a che- radiator's probably cheaper. Yeah. But anyway, thank you very yeah. much. That was that was a good question. That yeah. was a good question. But I have experience with that because yeah. I'm monitoring those two temperatures as yeah. well. Synthetic transmission fluid's going to turn to a tar at about 500 degrees. But here's the deal: your transmission is toast at 350, 400, sure. just toast. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like synthetic oil in your car. The synthetic oil turns to a... You've seen the Mobile One commercials where they have it in the, the frying pan yes. and it it uh, it starts to oxidize or turn to a tar at 500 degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great marketing thing. You're, yeah. But your motor's toast at about 270, 280. Uh, a 300, it's so toast. So you really don't need it that hot. But the synthetic, the benefit to synthetic is the time between oil changes. Mm-hmm. It's significant and it's significantly better. Mm-hmm. So you can go longer on oil changes and some people like an Awatuki that we provide service to, they're just one time a, a year, but we put conventional because they're three to 5,000 miles. Three to 5,000 miles a year, bring it in in April, mm-hmm. we'll change your oil and it's 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. If you go 15,000 miles a year, we can do one oil change for 
80 to, depending on the car. Yeah, 75 to 90. 75 to 90, one a year in April, because Mm -hmm. that's when we get through the summer. So those are the kind of things that you should worry about. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If I said something wrong today, then you can write me a nice email letter. Him. Yeah, email me, but, but don't use any bad words, please. <laughs> Thank you for spending your Saturday. I'll see you next Saturday.